Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome back to Poverty Live. Whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or whether you're listening to the Don Crow Show in Washington, D.C., it is my privilege to be your host. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Please, if at all possible, don't miss the 5 o'clock hour of the program. There is a millionaire businessman out in California who is determined to live forever. Yeah. And he's spending most of his fortune trying to do so. Well, I've got uh, news for him, and I've got good news for you about living forever. We'll get into that at the uh, top of the hour. Uh Our founding fathers probably disagreed on a lot of things. Not all of them were born-again believers. Not all of them would be considered Bible-believing evangelicals today. I think most of them would. No, I really do. I think most of them would. Not, Not all of them. But there were no atheists. There were no secularists. There were no humanists. And whatever their disagreements might be, all of them agreed. There is a creator God who created all things, and because he is the creator God, all of our rights and privileges come from him and not any human form of government or any human institution what the Declaration of Independence is all about. They all agreed that we are under the authority of a creator God. On that, they all agreed. Secondly, they all agreed on the importance of the Bible, biblical truth, and the morality derived from the Bible, all of them. What about Benjamin Franklin? He was a deist. Yeah, read what he said about the Bible and the things in the Bible. Well, Thomas Jefferson, you know, he took all the miracles out of that one Bible. Don't believe everything you read about that. Get to the truth on that. But look what Thomas Jefferson said about the Bible and morality. And then George Washington, the first president of the United States, If you have never, or if you have not done so recently, read his farewell address. He must have been a Baptist preacher, 
because it's long. It is long. But he points out in his farewell address the absolutely essential aspects of religion and morality for the future of America and our form of government. Let me give you just a couple of quotes from George Washington in his farewell address. He said, Religion and morality are the great pillars of human happiness, these firmest props of the duties of men and citizens. And then he went on to talk about national morality derived from religion. He added, national morality could not exist in exclusion of religious principle. Virtue and morality cannot exist in exclusion of religious principle. Now, did he exclusively say Christianity? No, but I think it was very strongly implied. Anyway, George Washington said, without any question, our form of government cannot survive. Our country cannot survive without morality derived from religion. Now, keep that in mind as we get into this latest poll uh, from the folks at Gallup. Brand new poll about the political parties in America and religion. May I quote from the Gallup poll? The percentage of Democrats who identify as religious has dropped more than 20 points between 1999 and 2023. When Gallup first polled on the topic in 1999, 60% of Democrats identified as religious, 62% of Republicans. So get this, in 1999, that has not been that long ago. In 1999, 60% of Democrats said, yes, I am religious. 62% of Republicans said, yes, I am religious. The new poll, 37% of Democrats say, yeah, I'm religious. So it has fallen from a very strong majority of Democrats who are at least religious to a minority, 37%. Uh, What about Republicans? Hasn't changed. It's still hanging somewhere around 60%. Quote, during that time, the percentage of Democrats identifying as spiritual but not religious, that's new age. Most of you understand that. That's new age. During that time, the percentage of Democrats identifying as spiritual but not religious, that's humanism. I'm spiritual. I don't necessarily believe in God, religion. I certainly don't believe in Jesus, but... I'm spiritual. Again, it's New Age nonsense. That has increased 14%. So those who said they were religious has dropped 23 points. Those who call themselves just spiritual have increased 14 points. 
Now, here's my, here's my point. Our founding fathers said, the form of government we are giving to you is absolutely dependent upon morality derived from religion. Only 37% of Democrats today say they are religious. So how do we interpret that without, you know, misrepresenting or exaggerating? How do we interpret that? The Democrat Party, if our founding fathers were correct, the Democrat Party today cannot sustain the form of government our founding fathers gave to us. I want you to let that sink in. Let that sink in. Democrats cannot sustain a representative republic such as derived from the Constitution. And that's why the Democrats are so adamant about destroying the authority of the Constitution and the original intent of our founding fathers. Almost all Democrats today subscribe to the living, evolving Constitution dogma. Yeah, what the Founding Fathers meant and wrote really isn't important. We have to reinterpret it for ourselves today. So what does the Constitution mean then? What we believe it means, what we think it means, what we want it to mean? Instead of, what did the Founding Fathers intend for the Constitution? The liberal left completely rejects that. That's called originalism concerning the Constitution. You cannot be a liberal leftist and believe in authority. Politically, that's the Constitution. Theologically, that's the Bible. That's why the liberal left theologically rejects the infallibility and the inerrancy of the Bible. That is um, quite disturbing. All right. We need to take a break. We'll be back. What's going on down at the southern border? History is being made. Yeah, sadly. History is being made. on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, in the month of August, the Biden administration made American history. And it's not good history. In the month of August, 
More illegal immigrants poured across our southern border than any other month in history. In American history. And yet, the White House says, well, we've got everything under control. We've got a plan. It's working. And Yeah. How bad is it? In the month of August, more than 300,000 illegal immigrants entered the United States unlawfully. Quote, surpassing all national records and spelling a catastrophe for all of America. In August, according to Border Patrol, 304,162 people were apprehended. So the 300,000 does not count those that got in without being apprehended, which is a sizable number of people. These are just the people that were apprehended, that were getting it, that, that were coming into the country illegally. One month, 304,162. Uh, let me turn the page here. Okay. Um, how does that compare to the average during the Obama administration? and the Trump administration. Would you allow me to quote? The 304,162 is between 5 and 10 times higher than the average monthly total seen during the Obama and Trump administrations. Between 500% and one thousand percent over the uh, average months during Obama and Trump. Uh, Let's see here. Wow. You ready for this? Since president, and I'm quoting, since President Joe Biden took office, Border Patrol agents have apprehended, again, apprehended, more than 7 million people who illegally entered the country. 7 million during the Biden administration. 7 million. That's just, this has got to be a huge issue in the next presidential campaign. Now, Here's a sad, sad story. So, 7 million illegals have come into America, and a huge percentage of those are still here. Not are they still here. They have been bussed. They have been airlifted to cities across America where all of their needs are being met. They're being put up in hotels. They're being fed. They're being given free medical care, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is under the Biden administration. Contrast that when the Romiki family, some of you have heard about this family. Fifteen years ago, the Romiki family fled from Germany to America because they wanted to homeschool their children, and that's illegal in Germany. 
They were faced fines and prosecution in Germany if they continued to homeschool their children. They were facing fines of $9,000, persecution, the possibility of their children being removed from their home just because they wanted to homeschool. So they came to America to flee persecution, religious persecution in Germany. Now, they've been here 15 years. Two of their kids have got married. They have married Americans. Their children have been raised here. They have had jobs. They have been paying taxes. And now the Biden administration is deporting them back to Germany. No, I'm not making this up. They're being kicked out of the country. Christian family fled here because of persecution. And they're being forced to leave after 15 years. The father said two weeks ago, an immigration agent asked our family to return in four weeks to prepare to self-deport. Our oldest children were in school in the German public schools. Their personality literally changed. We wanted to help them to grow up in what they believed in and what we believe in and not get basically indoctrinated with something we don't want. He said since he and his wife moved to the U.S., they've had two more children. Two of their adult children are married to U.S. citizens. They work here. Everything is here in America. We don't have any place to live in Germany. I don't have any work to provide for my family over there. They have sought asylum, and the Biden administration has denied it. Now, whether they're going to be kicked out of the country, they're appealing it, but it looks like 7 million illegal aliens have been allowed in with open arms by the Biden administration, and this fine Christian family may be forced to leave. Yeah, there's something horribly wrong with that. I'm going to keep an eye on that case, and um, I'll try to keep you updated on what's happening. Talk about, talk about an outrage. All right, hang tight. When we come back, a businessman who wants to live forever. Fascinating story. Don't go away. 